Today's guest brings astonishing news of both Muslims and Orthodox Jews coming to faith in Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. Hear these thrilling reports and what they tell us about where we are on God's prophetic timeline. That's just ahead on Jewish Voice. Welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to better understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. Well, the Bible clearly lays out events that will take place in the time known as the last days or the end of days. It's a time directly preceding the return of the Messiah to this earth. Now, we know that Israel will play a key role on this plan. In fact, a central role. Is Jesus coming back soon? Well, many signs point to this, but specific things yet have to happen before Jesus returns. Here to help us sort through how all of this is going to play out is New York Times bestselling author and a regular guest here on Jewish Voice. Please welcome Joel Richardson. Congratulations, first of all, on your new book. We're going to talk about it in just a few minutes. But there is a growing interest, I think, among Christians, and we're seeing that with our own audience here on Jewish Voice, a growing interest in understanding the roots, the, the, the Jewish roots of people's faith, believers' faith, and a, an acknowledgement or an understanding that Israel is very much a part of God's plan. Now, that's been the case for the 35 years since I've been a believer. But at the same time, there's also a growing movement in evangelical Christianity that is asserting that Israel has, Jewish, the Jewish people have no right to the land, that God is finished with the Jewish people. I'm seeing more evidence of this all the time. What, do, what are you seeing out there? Yeah, there's no question, sadly, that particularly among the youth, I think among a lot of young seminarians and just the youth in general, the millennials, there's this trending toward embracing what's called replacement theology and along with that, a very strong anti-Israel, anti-Zion, pro-Palestinian narrative. And I think that if we don't address this theologically, that those that are filling the pulpits in five, ten years are going to be a majority of the evangelicals will be embracing this anti- You say millennials, and you're talking about uh, people under 25, perhaps? Yeah, I'm not sure the exact. It's uh, just before the Generation X, so I'm, I'm going to guess. But college campuses, yeah. predominantly. Now, you're talking about uh, young people who were raised in evangelical Christian homes. Yeah. Are they still serving the Lord? Yeah, and this is the thing is <clears throat> most of these folks that are embracing this narrative, they love Jesus. They believe, they've actually been convinced that this is uh, that this position they're embracing, that it's, it's uh, an issue of justice and compassion for the poor, marginalized Palestinians, and sort of this ru runaway juggernaut uh, apartheid state of Israel, sort of the new neo-Nazis of the earth, if you will, 
uh, are uh, oppressing the Palestinians and, and all these well-funded American evangelical Christian Zionists are getting behind it, and it's going to lead toward Armageddon and, and this sort of thing. The, the, the power of narrative, I mean, it goes all the way back, you know, the story of David and Goliath or, you know, Jesus, the young revolutionary preacher against the religious aristocracy. Those that are pushing this pro-Palestinian narrative have done very good at harnessing the power of narrative and, and sort of portraying it as sort of the... And, and they don't have to go very far to find this narrative. It's, it's just about everywhere, with very few exceptions. Let's talk about the theological basis and, and how we understand this issue from a biblical perspective. You talk a, quite a bit, both in your books, your new book, and we have about restoration versus supersessionism, uh, which is really replacement theology. Can you define that for us? Yeah, replacement theology, very simple, is the idea that the church is the new and true Israel. It's very simple. Restorationism, it's actually a, a term, that I, a theological term that I've coined because in looking at all of the theological works out there, there is not, and this is, this is very telling, there has not been a sufficient term to describe an alternative to replacement theology. Some people will use the term covenantalism, but then that gets... So the term rest, <clears throat> restorationism, it, appeal, it applies to this issue of when Jesus has been resurrected and his disciples say to him, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? It's simply the belief that when Jesus comes back, he is literally going to sit on the restored throne of David over a restored kingdom of Israel. Jesus said, when I come back during the restoration of all things. And now some Christians believe that Jesus will come back and reign on the earth, but then they, they remove any Jewish characteristics of his reign. The scriptures are clear that not only does he come back to restore the earth, and we have resurrected physical bodies, but that kingdom that he will establish will be thoroughly Jewish. Now, I am a Gentile worshiper of the God of Israel, and my hope is in the God of Israel sending forth his Jewish Messiah to restore the Jewish kingdom. That's, that's my gospel. Why the restoration, particularly then in 67 of Jerusalem, why did that have to take place for Jesus to return? Well, it's clear in the prophets that the Jews would return in the last days and reestablish a state. Now, among Christian theologians, there's been debate. Well, would they return and all become followers of Jesus and then he would return, or would they return and then they would become followers of Jesus? We're still arguing that out. Yeah. It's a very clear requisite that, that Israel had to be in the land, and the nations would gather together against the Jews in the last days. These are just prerequisites for the prophecies to come to pass. Um, but there's, there's also the difficulty that there is a time of great tribulation that's coming to Israel as well. And this is another big part of why I wrote this book, is because, you know, it's not about arguing how bad are things going to get in Israel. There's a storm coming. I don't know if it's a two or a three. We need to be prepared for the storm. And I believe it's an issue of honor that Gentiles throughout the earth are praying and preparing to stand with Israel in the dark days ahead. Don't go anywhere. I've got a lot more to talk about with Joel Richardson and also an important update that you need to see. Stay with me.
Your gracious gift and support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are currently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Ethiopia who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll send you a very special set of gifts as an expression of our thanks. As our special thank you when you share a gift of any size right now, we will send you the exciting new book by today's guest, Joel Richardson, called When a Jew Rules the World, What the Bible Really Says About Israel in the Plan of God. This remarkable book will open your eyes to the reality of the coming thousand-year rule of Yeshua from Jerusalem. As an additional expression of our appreciation for your support, we'll also send you the perfect compliment to this book, Jonathan Burnus's teaching on CD, The Dangerous Lie of Replacement Theology. Tackling this deceptive teaching that has infiltrated churches about Jewish people in Israel being replaced in God's plans, purposes, and promises, equipping you to refute this dangerous doctrine. Now, if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus two additional inspirational gifts to enrich and deepen your connection to the Jewish roots of your faith. These include the Jonathan Burnus teaching on CD titled, God's Plan for Israel, and we'll send you the beautiful and meaningful Yeshua Menorah. This lovely decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city Jerusalem inscribed with the name Yeshua. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. I'm back with New York Times bestselling author Joel Richardson, who just wrote a new book. It's called When a Jew Rules the World what the Bible really says about Israel in the plan of God. Well, too many Christians are just basing their, their understanding on the New Testament because they've been taught that the Old Testament has been done away with. Now, you deal with that in the book, and you ask that question. It, has the Old Testament been done away with? Yeah, well, I mean, of course not. You know, again, when Jesus came along, there was no New Testament. He, he had the Old Testament. The disciples were raised on the Old Testament. And the, I, listen, <clears throat> there are mysteries that are revealed in the New Testament. There are things that were somewhat hidden, that are opened up and expanded upon. But Jesus and the apostles and Paul never abrogated, reinterpreted, or did away with anything that, that the Lord has been proclaiming from the very beginning. 
Now, at times, it, it opens up and expands. It blossoms. You go, whoa, this is better than we had previously known. But he never says, oh, by the way, God didn't really mean that. Oh, he's changed his mind here. He's been saying this all along, but plan B is now kicked in. That, that doesn't work, but yet that's what much of the church today actually teaches. You see anti-Semitism spreading in the world and in the church. Explain that. Yeah, again, there's been, there have been various teachers that have risen up in the past 10 years, various books that have been written, documentaries, that are really trying to convince, particularly the youth, of the oppressive nature of Israel and, and really telling an extremely one-sided story. And many of them are embracing the cause of justice. Now, here's the problem. You have all of these Christians that are buying into the narrative, and they think they're embracing, you know, again, the cause of compassion and justice. What they don't realize is that they are, they are uh, putting their canoes in this river, this theological river, and that, that river leads to essentially hatred. And it's often supported by people that are, you know, the Muslim Brotherhood, the Muslim Student Association, Hamas. Some of these groups are, the, the, their very founders are openly calling for the genocide of the Jewish people. And then they present it as sort of this, this um, grassroots college movement. And all these Christians get on board and they think they're supporting the cause of justice and compassion. They don't realize they're actually supporting movements which support genocide. And that's essential, and I, you know, I work through that in one chapter. Christians need to be aware of what it is that they're supporting. How, how the average person watching this program is not that theologically inclined. Most of the people that watch Jewish Voice love the Jewish people in Israel. How do they deal with this rising tide of anti-Semitism in the church? Well, first of all, I think education. And that's, that's one reason why this Gentile, you know, I made my best effort to try to lay out the history of all of this. I'm convinced that every Christian seminary should have an absolute, it should be mandatory. Everyone that wants to go into ministry should have a class that reviews the history of Christian mistreatment of the Jewish people. But you, you won't find a class on that. Most Christians know there was some mistreatment of the Jews. When you really look at it and you realize how our theology has led to the mistreatment of the Jewish and how bad and pervasive it's been, I believe if seminarians took that class, we would see replacement theology collapse. Okay, so the first step is education. Once we educate ourselves and we, we, we pull out the splinter of replacement theology, the bad theology, then the anti-Semitism, in my opinion, much of it will dry up and go away. And of course we have to confront the other movements throughout the earth that are filled with hatred, such as radical Islam. Radical Islam, by the way, is also a supersessionist movement, right? They have a supersessionist theology, yeah. a replacement theology. Yeah, it's interesting, and I, I deal with this. When you look at the history of Muhammad, he was a fledgling, uh, I'll, I'll just say cult leader. That'll probably get me in trouble. But as this, as this, you know, pseudo-prophet. You're already in trouble, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, watching. When a Jew rules the world. Getting death uh, threats and so on. I, I had somebody email me, and they said, hey, when's your book coming out? When the Jews rule the world. I said, no, 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 no. When a Jew rules the world. I'm already in enough trouble. <laughs> so right? you've already been labeled an anti-Semite, too, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, when Muhammad came along, he's starting this new religion. The Christians that he encountered in Arabia, they were all supersessionists. They believed that they replaced Israel. 
And so he looked at them and he said, okay, so you're saying you replace Israel. And as he's forming his religion, he said, guess what? I replace you. You know, and so throughout, throughout the Middle East now, we have Christians that are being wiped out, that are being massacred. I was just in northern Iraq. I was visiting with refugees that have fled ISIS. They were Christians, they were Muslims, they were Yazidis. And I'm looking at these refugees that are living in the mud. They've left their family, you know, their house. Their, th this one guy, he was loading everything up in his car. And they came and they said, your son or your car. He handed him his keys. They walked out of the city. I'm, 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 I'm looking at these people and I'm saying, as terrible as this is, 400 years ago, 600 years ago, these were Jews and ISIS were Christians that were driving Jews out of Europe, that were, that were you know, pogroms and, and massacres and kicking them out of this city and that city. The history of Christians, now granted, maybe Christians weren't just beheading people in mass graves, but there were massacres with hundreds of thousands of Jewish people. <clears throat> supersessionism, whether it's Christian supersessionism, Islamic supersessionism is demonic. And it needs to be root. We need to call it out of the Islamic world. We need to root it out of our own world first. Sadly, we saw it a generation ago in the Holocaust. Yeah. In the name of Christ and Christianity, it's very sad. Let's talk about some of your travels. You have gone where few have gone through the Middle East, just in in Iraq. We don't have too many people going there on vacation, but um, you you are seeing end-time prophecy, what you believe is end-time prophecy being fulfilled right now. And you also believe that there are some things that are yet to happen before the Messiah can return. Talk about some of the things you're seeing happening now in Israel and the Middle East, and then we'll switch into what you still believe has to take place. Let me begin with something really positive. I made a joke tweeted the other day that ISIS is soon to replace Ayatollah Khomeini as the greatest Christian evangelist of recent times. And what I mean by that is that whenever the true face of Islam is forced onto the people, the human heart rejects it yes. because it's oppressive. And so Iran today has the fastest growing Christian church, uh, the Christian movement in the world, 20% growth per year. Right now, throughout the refugee camps in northern Iraq, they've seen the true face of Islam. They fled from ISIS, and Muslims, Yazidis, cultural Christians are turning to Yeshua in That's numbers awesome. unprecedented. That's this awesome. is great. great report. So, how does that tie into the end times? Is uh, I think one of the key prophecies that the church needs to be looking at, the body of Messiah needs to be looking at, is Isaiah 19. It culminates, this, this oracle culminates with Egypt and Assyria and Israel as one unified people in the millennial reign. And so I believe that if that's going to take place, we, we are going to see a revival in, in Assyria. Now, the capital of ancient Assyria was Nineveh. That's modern-day Mosul. That's the heartland of ISIS. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord raises up a standard, and we can see the beginnings of that end-time revival throughout the Islamic world beginning right now. You're going to want to get a copy of Joel Richardson's book, When a Jew Rules the World, What the Bible Really Says About God's uh, Plan for Israel. And uh, you can get it uh, here. We'll tell you how in just a moment. Up next... 
an important update on a tribe of Jewish people who really need your help. Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are currently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Ethiopia who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll send you a very special set of gifts as an expression of our thanks. As our special thank you when you share a gift of any size right now, we will send you the exciting new book by today's guest, Joel Richardson, called When a Jew Rules the World, What the Bible Really Says About Israel in the Plan of God. This remarkable book will open your eyes to the reality of the coming thousand-year rule of Yeshua from Jerusalem. As an additional expression of our appreciation for your support, we'll also send you the perfect compliment to this book, Jonathan Burness's teaching on CD, The Dangerous Lie of Replacement Theology, tackling this deceptive teaching that has infiltrated churches about Jewish people in Israel being replaced in God's plans, purposes, and promises, equipping you to refute this dangerous doctrine. Now, if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today, we'll send you the gifts just mentioned, plus two additional inspirational gifts to enrich and deepen your connection to the Jewish roots of your faith. These include the Jonathan Burness teaching on CD titled, God's Plan for Israel, and we'll send you the beautiful and meaningful Yeshua Menorah. This lovely decorative piece features a cityscape of the holy city, Jerusalem, inscribed with the name Yeshua. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burness, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb and ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas and Nassau, Bahamas. 
You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burness and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. I'm here in Capernaum, Kfar Nahum, the village of Nahum, and actually this is one of the oldest synagogues in Israel. This is where Yeshua, Jesus, began his public ministry. Just below me, just a few feet below me, is the original first century synagogue that he began his public ministry and fulfilled Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, that the people in darkness, because Galilee was a region that was, it was Jerusalem where everything was happening, the center of spiritual life, and what good thing can come out of Galilee? This was a, 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 an area that was insignificant, and yet it was out of Galilee that the Messiah was to come, and this is where Yeshua, Jesus, began his public ministry. These pillars, this row of pillars, actually at one time supported a balcony because in Jewish worship, the men and women are separated, so the men would be seated down here and the women would be on the second level. And these uh, actually at one time supported that balcony where the women would be separated from the men uh, during the time of worship, and they would bring out the Torah scroll and read from the Torah scroll. Uh, Jesus read from uh, the Torah scroll uh, 2,000 years ago from Isaiah 61 and declared the word of God according to the prophets is fulfilled among you. And that happened here in Galilee in this very synagogue almost 2,000 years ago. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, eye surgeries, all free of charge, but most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. I wanna ask you to be part of saving lives, of transforming lives and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today. Will you consider doing that? I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. You can call or click or right now to share and request them all. And remember, 
your generous gift is going to be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice. Well, that's all the time we have for today as I leave you. I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible promises they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. 